When I knew God was knocking on my door to meet with him one-on-one, it really was intimidating. I didn't know how to do this. Were you really talking to me? Are you really going to talk to me? Am I really going to understand this? And I had a lot of questions. And so that I hesitated for quite some time before I actually chose to just open my Bible. How many of you are sitting right now hesitant to pick up the Bible? We know we are told it can move in our lives, but it is intimidating, uncomfortable, and we question, will he really speak to us? Is the Bible something we can even understand? Our guest today, Candace Reyes, found herself in this exact position. She is a speaker, fellow podcast host, author, mama, and follower of Jesus. At an integral part of her life, she recognized that she could not possibly be alone in her hesitation to open the Bible. She created a beautiful and practical way for us to get into the Word, pray, and worship. This is Candace's story of finding faith in her amazing direction and how you can study the Bible and know our Lord. Hey girl, I know you are overwhelmed at the thought of being a Christian. There are so many damaging lessons you need to unlearn and you feel like you were starting over from scratch. Heck, you were even taught not to believe the Bible, so where do you turn for truth? Hi, I'm Shelby Hosfield. I too was a girl who left the LDS church. I too felt like I had abandoned everything I had ever known about God. I spent 20 years lost after leaving, wishing someone would just give me the blueprints on faith. How was I supposed to raise my kids with God when I didn't even know how to pray? Can you relate? But as hard as this is, I know you are not ready to give up on Jesus. God opened me up to a real relationship with Him through His Word. The Bible is not only trustworthy friends, but it is living water to our souls. I don't want it to take you 20 years. Here, you will learn how to pray, you will find truth, and you will finally gain trust in the Lord. If God is for us, who can be against us? This is Finding Faith Above. So I am so excited to bring to you today, Candace. She is going to share with you guys just some amazing backstory on her life, where she came from and her relationship with God. But then also she has a beautiful gift to share with all of us today about a wonderful book that I think is really going to help you guys to get closer to God, which is what this is all about. First off, I just wanted to introduce you and thank you so much for being here, Candace. Thank you, Shelby, for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Absolutely. So to start with, I'd like for you to just tell us in your own words, who are you and what you do? I am a, well, first off, I'm Candace Reyes and I am a speaker, a podcast host and an author. I'm a mom, a wife, and I just love the Lord. And I want others to learn how to dive into his word because that's where the transformation begins is when we start seeing for ourselves that God loves us, that's when we start going, okay, I I can do this. He really does love me. And so that's my goal. That's my passion. Uh, And I'm so excited to be here with you to talk about it. Yes. Awesome. All right. So to start with our women that we're talking to here on finding faith above are people who are trying to find faith. They're at that place where they are searching for God and not quite sure exactly where to turn right now. And they're looking to us to help point them in the right direction. So I wanted to first start off with your faith journey. How did you grow up and what did that look like when you were younger? That's a great question. So I was raised in the church. I, at a young age, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and savior. I was six and I always knew that Jesus loved me, but I never truly knew how much he loved me until now. My mom recently, she retired 
from the children's ministry and she's been working as a children's minister for about 20 years. And so the majority of my life, my parent was in ministry serving. And so it was really hard as a young kid to watch your parent always be gone and serving. And my immature little brain found it really hard to see all the good things that my mom was doing. And it kind of it started to change my perspective on the church. I saw that the church was taking my mom's time away from us. And I began to grow very bitter about that towards the church. In my youth, I acted out very with some poor choices. I was extremely angry and hurt. And when I turned 16, I became even more reckless. And later on down the road, I was sexually assaulted. And nine months after that assault happened, my beautiful son was born. And I'd love to tell you that I was a great mom, but I was 17 years old and I did not have a healthy mindset. And so to take care of myself, let alone a precious child, it wasn't good. And the church, I felt like they abandoned me. And I noticed Uh, notice that I said the church. I didn't say God because I knew God never left me. I knew he was with me the whole time. And, but it was my perception of the church being his hands and his feet, which at that time in my life, I felt like they pushed me away. Fast forward a couple of years and I meet my husband who adopted our, who adopted our son and loves me for who I am in spite of my flaws and my imperfections. And God used my husband to show me that he loved me. And I think about the story between Ruth and Boaz. And it's such a great romantic story because Ruth, who sh- she comes in and she's a foreigner. She's treated very poorly by the Israelites and because she's a foreigner. And Boaz, who is an Israelite, sees her and takes care of her. He allows her to glean the the food for um, her and her mother-in-law, and he then takes care of her and protects her, and later on in their story becomes her husband, and chooses to not only take care of her and redeem her, but also her mother-in-law, and that's exactly what God was doing for me when he introduced me to my husband. See, other people saw me as broken and useless, where God saw me with beauty and purpose. And it took time for me to see that for myself. But even though looking back, I can now see God's hand has protected me. I can see that God was with me in the fire. I can see that God was with me even when I doubt and I allow my emotions to run away with my choices. And I even see him as I share my story with you now. And I know he's with me and it's because of that and his love. I I can't help but share. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that all of our journeys are are a winding road and and how we end up where we are is just always so, I mean, all of those pieces, the bad, the good, everything, it goes into making up who we are and to know that he is, he's there through all of that, which is just so beautiful. So share with me, you had said that maybe you weren't always there. (laughs) You weren't always being the best mom. You weren't always on the right track. And all of us have those moments. Mm -hmm. Um, And then meeting your husband, was that really the the big change that allowed you to say, okay, I am going to follow God the way that he wants me to, or was there something else that kind of 
moved this? Well, it was more of understanding that I could come to him. I could rely on him because when he introduced me to my husband, I, I was told nobody would love me. I was told that nobody would want someone like me. So when God brought him into my life, I saw that not only a man like my husband could love me, but so could my God. And did I completely surrender at that moment? No, I still, I still struggle with my own flesh. I still have those moments where I choose my way, my will, and he has to redirect me back. <laughs> and so I think the, the biggest key element for me and completely surrendering was when I started diving into his word for myself, because yes, he showed me with his actions but I also needed to hear it with his words. And for me to hear it with his words, a Bible study and a devotional, they just didn't do it for me. I needed to see from scripture that God really did say he loves me, really did say he came for me, really did say that I was beautifully and wonderfully made. I needed to see those words for myself so that I could start owning it and embracing it for myself. I also needed to see for myself that his character never did change, that he was the same God as he was in Genesis, as he is in Revelation. There, there is no difference with God. And to know that he doesn't change helped me grow more confident, not in myself, but in him and who he's called me to be, because I know the Holy Spirit is within me to give me that confidence. And so that I think that was really my biggest change was when I started diving into his word for myself. And seeing that all these things that everybody's told me, they really were true. And now I could own it for myself. Oh, that's just so good. It's so good. I think that a lot of times too, even people who have been in the Christian faith for forever and we're told, yeah, sure. There's this verse, there's that verse. We think we read the Bible, but until you spend that time really getting to know him through his word. It, it does not resonate. It doesn't mean the same thing. So I, oh, I love that. And that actually brings us right into your book, because that's what the basis of the whole thing really is. So tell us a little bit about yes. that. Yes, that's exactly what it is. When I knew God was knocking on my door to meet with him one-on-one, -on -one, it really was intimidating. I didn't know how to do this. Were you really talking to me? Are you really going to talk to me? Am I really going to understand this? And I had a lot of questions. And so that I hesitated for quite some time before I actually chose to just open my Bible. <laughs> and, but once I did, God started taking me on this journey where I had a prayer journal. So I'd write down my prayers and then we would go through scripture together. And he started showing me verse after verse how it was coming alive for me. It was almost as if I, I'd never read it before. Again, I've been in the I've been in church. I have been raised in the word. I've been raised to know this book. I've all, I have so many copies of the Bible for myself, but the first time for me to actually open it up and allow him to speak to me, it was incredible. And as I kept reading, I didn't want to stop, but I, um, 
I knew that I had to do some other stuff throughout my day. I couldn't just sit there and just read as much as I wanted to. And one of the things that God showed me was that there were more people out there that hesitate just like I did to open up their Bible and they needed something that was practical because I was looking for something practical. I've always been told, okay, now that you're a Christian, now you need to start developing your faith and you need to read your Bible. Okay. But what does that mean? Like, give me, give me something tangible. And, and I wasn't finding those tangible things. So that's why I created the book, Awake My Soul, Three Ways to Ignite Your Relationship with God, because I wanted to offer something tangible for people to use so they can learn how to build their own relationship with him personally. So we break it down into three sections and I continue to do this. It's pray, read, and praise. It's very simple. I think so many times we complicate it. (laughs) We're like, there's got to be more, but God doesn't complicate it. He makes it very simple and it's pray, read, and pray. So PRP and each section only should take about a minimum of five minutes a piece, which that's doable. God knows that we're busy. God knows that we have things to do. In fact, in Genesis, when Adam was created, he was created to work the ground, to work the garden, to, to take care of it. And so work is a blessing. And I realized that God was, he just wanted time with me and my son, he's now 23 and he lives in another state or not a state, another city. And because he lives in another city, I don't see him very often. And when he calls, I get really excited. I love to hear from my boy and what he's doing. And God let me know, Hey, if you get this excited, when your son calls, even if it's for 15 minutes, how excited do you think I get when I get to talk to you, my daughter? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm overcomplicating it thinking I need to dive into your word for hours upon end. That's not what you're asking for. What you're asking for is for me just to spend time with you. And even if it's for 15 minutes, that is sufficient. I think that's the whole point of the book is to help others understand that God wants to have that one-on-one with you and that all it has to take is just minimum of 15 minutes. It's going to change your life just spending that time with him. Yes, it will. It for sure will. It definitely will. (laughs) Yes. So yes. A big thing that I noticed about your book, which I love is that it is not structured like your normal Bible study. So does it actually pick out the scripture for you? How does that work? No, it does not. One of my things for this book was that I wanted it to be utilized for any book of the Bible that you want to do. I took the majority of myself out because I wanted you to put yourself in and have that one-on-one time with him. And so I formatted it to where you choose any book of the Bible. Your prayer is structured from the Lord's prayer. And so I make, instead of going through the reg, you know, our father, hallowed be thy name and going through it like that. I actually took the Lord's prayer and made it to where it's personalized, helping you see the element that's behind what Jesus is asking you, which there are seven key components that he's asking you to, to pray through when you do your prayer. And so those are the key, those are the seven points that we actually cover and make it very uh, tangible and personal for you. And you get to fill in the blanks. You get to tell God what it is that you're wanting him to know. And then when you read, it's just like a few verses. Start at chapter one and it's verses one through three or one through five, small little nuggets. Because I think when we have small little nuggets, we can actually chew on them easier. 
versus having something that read a whole chapter all at once, where it's kind of like drinking from a fire hydrant and you go, you get overwhelmed where the small little nuggets, it allows you to chew on them. And then there's questions in the book that just help you start chewing on them. And then at the end we do praise and I give you a artist that you get to choose. So there's a list of different artists and you get to choose one song. It's just one song. A lot of times when I'm in my bathroom is when I'm doing, finishing up my time with him and I'm putting on my makeup and I'm praising and worshiping and singing to the Lord. It's very practical and it's going to help you put your armor on each and every day. And I think that's incredible. Oh my goodness. It's so good. So, okay. So a couple things with that, a few episodes back for you guys that are listening, we did a whole thing on prayer and the Lord's prayer and how we're not, he's not instructing us to say that like that he's giving us directions on what should be in your prayer so that you can make it personal. So that's so good. Yes, that is fantastic. And then the next thing we just had an episode this last week on worship on music, because I think that so often when we are coming from a certain religious modality that maybe didn't do all of that, you know, we're used Mm -hmm. to praying with our heads down reverently with our hands folded and hymns. So having that transition into worship, it can be very abrasive, even going into a church where people are praising Mm -hmm. with their hands up and, and understanding that this is a good thing. God all around us, that love is a good thing. And so that's so cool that you include worship music, because that was my instruction to you guys in this last episode is go listen to some great worship music, because you will be amazed at how it moves you and how so much of the worship music is, is it's words from Psalms and words from the Bible. So you're getting the Bible, even just with the music, Yes, which is so cool. I love it. So other big things, how long do you, does it really take for you to do this? I know you said a minimum five minutes. Can we take as long as we want with each of these? Like, what does that look Absolutely. like? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you choose to, you've got a lot more that you want to pray for. There's space in the book for you to do that too. There's a free space for you. And if it takes you longer than five minutes to do prayer, that's okay. God wants to be with you and, and whatever that looks like. Again, this is just, this was built to give you just a blueprint of what it can look like so that you can start building your own foundation yourself. I like to talk about, this is your armor for the day. And when you think about armor was actually designed to fit the soldier, it was meant to protect. It was formed and shaped to fit that specific soldier. And so my armor is not going to fit you. Your armor is not going to fit me. And so that's the reason why it's just a blueprint. That way you can choose how long you stay. You know your schedule. You know what you can do. You know what God is prompting from you. And so just let him lead you through that. But this is just, again, the blueprint. So five minutes for each section is a minimum. That's why I say minimum. But then if you want to go hour, you want to go longer. That's between you and God. And girl, if that's what you're doing, praise the Lord. (laughs) That's great. When you're talking about armor, we're talking about the armor of God, which is biblical, which I tell my daughter that every day, go put on your armor (laughs) as we're going out into this world. We got to put on our armor of God. So from here, what does it look like? Are you going to be having more books or what can we expect from you? This is, I love this book. So are you planning on doing anything else similar to this again? Thank you for asking. So there's totally think definitely more things on the docket, but right now, For this particular book, I really feel like the Lord is asking me to just 
dive into this a little bit deeper. Um, so right now we are in the, so we have a nonprofit organization called hooks to crook ministries. And what we do with this ministry is all the proceeds. It's a package deal. Here you go. You've got a Bible and you've got a book and that way they can start to learning how to dive into God's word for themselves as well. Um, I'm excited to announce that our Spanish translation will be out in fact next week. So I'm excited. It should be published by next week and every purchase of a buy of, of one of these books, it goes back into the ministry, goes back into this book because what we do is we translate this book into multiple languages and we are hoping to get this book into the many missionaries and even organizations, other nonprofits into their hands so that they can also walk others through this process. We're also in the process of um, purchasing Bibles in these languages as well so that missionaries can have like it's a package deal. That's exciting for me to just see God continue to move and want to utilize this to grow his kingdom and to strengthen his kingdom. And so that's as far as the the author stuff that we're doing. And um, I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see what he does. That's so cool. Okay. So I had a, a question then too, with this, because I get this question all the time come from people coming into faith growing up. We just use the King James version. What would you suggest? Is there something that, or one of the translations that you feel like works best with this or does it matter? Again, this is really whatever you're comfortable with, whatever version you're comfortable with reading, it doesn't matter. I use NIV, but I'm still looking at the ESV every so often, or I'm looking at the message. There's just different. It's up to you what you're more comfortable with, what really um, speaks to you. That's what you use. ESV has been my lately, that's been my kind of go-to because it's different than even the NIV, which I had mm -hmm. read for forever. It gets a little bit more, I guess, nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes really like that, but I also yes. love the Bible app for all you guys listening. I also love the Bible app that you can change the translation. If you don't understand something, then have the freedom to change it into a different translation that, that does speak to you because that's the most important thing. God's trying to speak to you. So however you're able to understand it, that's what you should be doing. And I love with the Bible translation, you can push play and it reads it to you, which mm -hmm. that has been a life changer for me. A lot of times if I need, if I'm in traffic um, and I haven't had my time with God yet, guess what? I'm in my car by myself. Guess what? We're playing scripture so that I can get that, that feel of what I need to hear from him. And also keeps, gives me a little bit more of a piece. So I'm not yelling at the cars next to me, but that, that is something cool about the, the Bible app is that you can have it read to you. Yes. All right. So one last big question for you. So our readers here, they are at a place in their lives where they are trying to find faith. And they're trying to figure out where to go from here. What is the one step that they is going to, you know, make the difference in bringing them to that relationship with God? What would be your recommendation for them? What would be your advice on trying to find that faith? Mm. Ultimately is spending time with him. It's learning how to just be still with him and in his presence It's having that one-on-one -on -one time with God, because that's what's going to develop your relationship with him. And I will say at the very beginning, I get it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. You may have some doubts that are going through your head going, is this really going to work for me? And I just want to encourage you to say, yes, 
Yes, it will. Because our God is faithful. He doesn't change. And if he does it for one, guess what? He's going to do it for another too. And you can count on that. If he'll be there and speak with me and speak with Shelby, then I know he's going to do that for you as well. And so I would just encourage you carve 15 minutes, 15 minutes on your calendar to spend with him, put it on your calendar, put it on your calendar for seven days. Now I'm going to do a seven day challenge, seven days, put it on your calendar. I'm going to spend 15 minutes with him. And even if you don't get the book, if you just choose to do pray, read and praise, then sweet friend, that alone is going to change your life. And I think choose a book, choose any book of the Bible you'd like. If you don't know where to choose, I do have a questionnaire. I have a quiz that if you are interested in finding, okay, Lord, where do I need to go? This quiz may help guide you there and, and lead you to your first book to start reading. You dive into chapter one and take just a couple of verses, one through three, one through five, and then kind of meditate on it for yourself. Again, you don't need this book. It's just a resource. God already equips you with everything that you need, and that's through the Holy Spirit. So trust him to lead and guide you, and and he's going to point it out for you how to do that. I love it. If people are trying to find you or your book or all the wonderful, amazing things that you are doing, where can they find you? They can find me on hookstocrook.com. That's hooks with the number two crook. Dot com or on Facebook at hookstercrook.com or even Instagram hookstercrook. I have a speaking one now uh, on Instagram called Candace R. Reyes. So they can find me on any of those or the podcast of uh, the Red River podcast as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us today. I love how God is just able to speak through you in reaching all of these people. I mean, I think that this book is just going to change lives. And thank you. Thank you for coming and talking to us. Thank you for having me, Shelby. It's been an honor to be here with you. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join the Facebook group where you can have a safe space to do all the sharing because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I really do love you guys. I've been where you are at and I want to help you have all the hope and none of the lost. Resources, art, Bible studies, it's all there just for you findingfaithabove.com. Wishing you all the best in love in Jesus' name. See you next time.